Welcome to Success Hackers, Cracking the Entrepreneurial Code, the podcast that's focused on empowering entrepreneurs to find the edge and take their business to a whole nother level. We're peeking behind the curtain to learn entrepreneurial shortcuts and success strategies from the most successful entrepreneurs on the planet. Get ready for mind-blowing entrepreneurial tips with your host, high-performance business coach, keynote speaker, and author, Scott Hansen. Showtime in three, two, one. Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible.com. For all the listeners to Success Hackers, Audible is giving away a free audiobook download with a 30-day free trial. All you have to do is go to audibletrial.com forward slash success hackers. Again, that's audibletrial.com forward slash success hackers. Over 180,000 titles to choose from on your iPhone, Android, Kindle, and or MP3 player. Grab your 30-day free membership by going to audibletrial.com forward slash success hackers. What is up, Hacker Nation? This is Scott Hansen, high-performance coach, speaker, and of course, podcast creator and host of Success Hackers. For all you loyal Hacker Nation listeners, you know I love you guys. Thank you so much for continuing to listen to the show, spread the word on social media, subscribe to the show, and again, just telling all your friends and your family to listen to the show who are budding entrepreneurs or who are currently entrepreneurs who want to take their business to a whole nother level. It's because of you that Success Hackers is now downloaded and listened to by over 140,000 people, entrepreneurs just like you, and have been listened to and downloaded in over 65 countries and growing. If for whatever crazy reason you haven't subscribed yet, make sure to do that now by simply going to successhackers.net and subscribing to the show. If you haven't listened to the last episode, make sure to check it out because Jeremy Miller dropped some serious golden nuggets on certain strategies on how to be more effective in driving your brand and ultimately driving more sales. If you want to stay connected to the show, I made it so easy for you. All you have to do is take out your smartphone right now and type the word success hackers, just like you're going to text a friend, type the word success hackers to this number, 44222. Again, success hackers to 44222, and it will keep you connected to the show. And later on, I will explain to you why that is crucial that you actually stay connected. All right, Hacker Nation, let's get down to business. Today's guest is going to give us some incredible success hacks and strategies. And really, it's going to be exciting to hear his story on how you can actually not only build a better and a bigger brand, but how to become more influential, how to be seen and heard in magazines like Inc., Forbes, Huffington Post, etc. Imagine for a minute that you can actually learn to dominate your industry by being the authority in your space. Today, our featured guest is Mr. Leonard Kim. Leonard, are you ready to rock? Hey, Scott. Thank you so much for having me on the show. I'm fired up about this, and I'm re- really excited to get my message out to the Success Hackers community. Awesome. Leonard Kim is the managing partner at InfluenceTree.com. At InfluenceTree, Leonard and his team teach you how to build your personal or business brand, get featured in publications, and growth hack your social media following. Or if you don't have the time, they do it all for you. He also does digital strategy for USC's medical enterprise. 
Leonard has also written the book The Etiquette of Social Media and has been featured in a plethora of publications, a few being Inc., Forbes, GQ, SEM, Rush, Slate, Thought Catalog, and the Huffington Post, just to name a few. He is also a top writer on Quora, an online knowledge market. Leonard, welcome to Success Hackers. It is great to have you on the show. Thank you. It's a pleasure to be here as well. Leonard, I gave Hacker Nation a brief description of who you are, but would love for you to share a little bit more about you, your business, and who you serve. Well, basically, the reason I started up this business is because a lot of people came up to me and they were like, hey, Leonard, can you mentor me? Can you mentor me? Can you mentor me? Because they saw me go from this guy who was basically a nobody in the world to gaining and building this massive following online where in the last two and a half years, I've pretty much collected about uh, around maybe 100,000 social media plat- uh, social media followers on multiple platforms, and at the same time, 10 million views on my content, and it was published into this publication, to that publication, to that publication. So a lot of people really asked me if I could help mentor them. At that time, I realized how much time it would take each person individually to just sit with them and train them each way. So I took a step back out of what I was doing, and I really examined things. And what I did in that process is I identified exactly how I could help people build their brand to the same level I have, where people respect who you are, they take your authority. When they Google you, your results come up everywhere, in like Inc., Forbes, Huffington Post, etc. And basically what I did is I created this step-by-step process where in the course of 52 weeks, you could go from doing everything from creating a headliner that people are interested in, um, learning more about you with, to a bio, to being featured in publications, to getting engagements, and being invited onto podcasts like this. So basically, what I've done that's a lot different than other training courses out there is I hold my, my clients accountable. Like the course materials may be like 15 minutes a week to really breeze through, but we ask everyone to set aside at least five hours a week so they can really drive down and do the assignments that we have attached. So what we do here compared to other places is instead of just giving you all the information, because information is useless if you don't implement it, we not only give you the information, we give you assignments on exactly how to implement that information as well so you can see progressive growth as you go by with your personal brand. Mm, I love that. I want to get right down into it. You actually just uh, you just sort of stole my thunder for what I was going to ask you because <laughs> you actually mentioned that Influence Tree pieces together what education is truly meant to do and that education is fragmented. What do you mean by that? And you sort of just touched on this, but how is Influence Tree maybe a little bit different than the courses that maybe another entrepreneur has even seen or even taken in order to build a brand, attract new clients, or be positioned as the authority figure in their niche? Well, a lot of courses that I've seen online, they give you the information and they say, go implement it. But if you don't implement it, you could still move on to the next course. A lot of other courses I've seen, they give you all the course material at once and say, learn at your own pace. So you're watching one video. And what do you do when you're done with one video? You hop onto the next, and you hop onto the next. Then all of a sudden, you gathered up like maybe 10 hours of content, and you're sitting there with analysis paralysis, and you're like, what do I do with all this information? So you don't take action because you're stuck. I love that approach because, you know, to your point, I'm on a lot of individuals' lists. And as a high-performance coach, as someone that teaches business owners to double and even triple and even 10x their business, 
it's so interesting to me because there are, to your point, so many courses out there that they're the do-it-for-you course or that's already done-for-you course. And like you said, you watch a video, and we all have ADD, so we bounced from one video to the next video to the next video. And I personally have had the experience where I purchased a course, and in about three weeks, I just let it quote-unquote sit on the shelf or sit on my computer and haven't really touched it. But I love your concept, which is, hey, if you want to take this course and if you're dead serious about the things that you guys offer, which we'll go into in a minute, we all need accountability. And that's what you guys provide at Influence Street. Is that what it is? Exactly. Like if you think about it like school, when I was in high school and I was taking a math class, I read the chapter, I heard it being spoken to me, then I went out there and I applied it, then I submitted my homework to my teacher. But now the problem with that math class is it doesn't really teach me the skills that I need in the business world. And what I could do here is I help people who are already experts in their field but don't realize it have the other have the rest of the world be able to see them that way. I love it. You obviously have a huge passion for branding and helping your clients be positioned as an authority. I'm sure there's a lot of reasons why your clients hire you. Give me just one or two reasons why companies do hire Influence Street. Uh, one of the reasons is because I have tangible results. Like on a platform called Quora, I have about three or four, pla- uh, three or four people that I've been working with, like hands-on, one-on-one with them on that platform. Uh, one of them, the first, he tried using the platform back in 2013 in December. He put up six pieces of content that had 1,200 views. We worked together in August of last year. We put together four pieces of content. We strategically placed it. We really worked together on refining exactly how to use this material. Those four pieces of content within that first month received 100,000 views. (laughs) And then that compounded and compounded and compounded, and those articles are still being viewed to this day. Another client I work with personally, last month... In December, we put up four articles under his name. He hit 100,000 views within the first 30 days as well. Uh, This account that I've been working on this month, we've achieved 239,000 views on eight pieces of content. So is it a proven system? These people have seen the results. They've seen what's been able to happen. And they've seen how their content went from hundreds of views to hundreds of thousands of views. So does it work? They see the results. They see what happened. And they're like, wow, this is the greatest thing. And they really want to work with us. That's incredible. Wow. What a difference maker in a very short period of time. If someone's out there listening, you know, part of Hacker Nation community, and they're wondering, well, who is this for? You know, he's mentioning all these great, you know, success stories and having these individuals' articles be seen and growing their viewership by thousand percent or more. Who really is this specifically for? Well, what I like to do here is I like to give an example of person A and person B. Person A is a consultant who's been working for like maybe a decade or two. He's in his 30s to his 50s. He has his own consultancy. He used to work at one of the big top three ones like Deloitte, McKinsey or something. On paper, he has this immaculate resume. He's worked with um, Bear Stearns and helped them go up in the up days. He's worked with, um, let's say, Walmart, and he helped reshape those uh, business practices over there, and he helped work with Target. Like He has all these big wins under his portfolio, maybe even medium-sized wins too. But then when you look him up online, you're like, okay, Scott Hansen, consultant A on this side. Let's see, 
On LinkedIn, he has about 231 connections, no recommendations. On Twitter, he has about 32 friends or followers. He, let's see. On Facebook, he has, that's the top result, his Facebook page. Then when you look up his name, that's all you see on Google. Now, person B on the other side, person B's a consultant. Maybe he's like 25, 26 years old, fresh out of college, working at McKinsey & Co. Maybe he has like one or two small wins under his belt, but he really figured out how to get the Internet game down. He has 2,000 LinkedIn connections and seven recommendations on there. He has um, 2,081 followers on Twitter. He has a Facebook public page. He has his own website. He has an article that was appeared in Inc. or like Forbes. When you present these two people to a client and you're like, okay, now let's say I switch roles and I'm the, I'm the purchaser who's going to work with one of these two consultants. Am I going to pick person A who has more experience or person B who has more social proof? Nine times out of ten, I'm going to pick person B because he has more social proof and the world's telling me that he's more credible than person A, even though person A has a better resume. So is it safe to say that you do help any service professional build their brand and become more influential? Or is there a specific sort of niche that you guys at Influence Tree really focus on? What I like to do is I like to tell my people to focus on building up their personal brand first and their business second. Because like me, now I'm an authority on personal branding. So when people want to build out their personal brands, they come to me. And inevitably, my company gets business because people come to me first. Right. Interesting. Leonard, we love our moments or our stories here on Success Hackers. Can you share an aha moment when you knew that Influence Tree wasn't just an idea or maybe even a passion or even a concept, but it was actually the time when the company actually became a reality and a viable business? Do you remember that exact moment in your life? I do. So about two years ago, I was like, you know, I'm building this big following. I'm going to make an e-commerce platform like Volusion or uh, Squarespace or whatever it's called. And like when I was piecing that together, I'm like, wow, this is a lot of work. I need all these different things to fall into place, and one missing component would ruin absolutely everything. And then it would push me like three months or six months back, and I was like, wow, this is way too much work. I don't really think I should be doing this. At the same time, all these people kept asking me to mentor them, to mentor them, to mentor them, and I was like, hmm, I don't really have the time to sit with them, each of them and mentor them. And then like, I was being a little stubborn. I was like, you know what? This other guy wants to recruit me for his cosmeceutical company. I'll go work with him for a while. We'll see if we could get funding and launch this project. So we worked with that for a while. Then all of a sudden, one day, the founder disappeared. Then I really sat back and I thought about it. I'm like, hmm, all these people keep telling me to mentor them. They all want my advice. They all want to know how to do what I did, which I kind of accidentally stumbled upon, but eventually figured out the process behind everything. And I was like, hmm. If the, if the market keeps telling me what I should do, why should I keep trying what I want to do and all these different things that aren't going to work when I can just do what everyone else wants me to do and they're already telling me I should do this and it's like what I already know. <laughs> so I'm like, this is like one of those aha moments where it's like, why am I avoiding the obvious? It's like right in front of me. <laughs> it seems so 
obvious. And, and whether you believe in God or Buddha or the universe or whoever you dig the most, I mean, it's the old, it's the old sort of uh, itch, right? If you're getting sort of nudged, you know, in these types of directions all the time, that is the universe telling you, you might be good at this. Why are you trying to avoid it? And if you have people coming up to you saying, hey, you know what? You really would be good at this. I mean, it happened for me. I mean, I, before I became a coach and a speaker and the host and creator of Success Hackers, I was in the corporate space for a long time. And, you know, I did okay in that space and I had a pretty decent career, but I knew that there was something bigger and better, frankly, in my path. And people would say to me, Scott, you're great at sort of helping and advising and coaching. You should do that like for a living. And I'm like, nah, I can't do that. I can't really make money doing that. And when all the stars aligned, I finally woke up. That's exactly what I did. And it sounds like that's exactly what happened with you. Yeah, and I had those exact same thoughts where I'm like, I can't do this. I can't make money from this. There's no way because I was thinking of the mentoring philosophy where if I go one person by one person by one person, I'm like, sure, I could charge them like two, three hundred bucks, four hundred bucks, five hundred bucks, whatever. But it's going to be so time consuming and I don't think I could do this thing yeah. because it's like so overwhelming. And by taking that step back, I was really able to figure out how to create a platform where I could help more people than just one at a time. Mm. Hacker Nation. Leonard is dropping some golden nuggets already. I mean, again, follow that itch. If it's something that keeps calling to you, there's a reason why that quit ignoring it and go ahead, steam into it. And yeah, you're going to, you're going to maybe fail in the beginning. You're going to fall on your face, but you know what? That's what this is all about, which brings me actually to a segment on the show, Leonard, what we call a fail forward stage. I personally believe that all high performers and successful individuals really look at failure differently than most people. They use failure as what I call feedback and course correction. Do you remember the time when you failed maybe, whether it was in the current business or in another business you had, and maybe even almost gave up, but you actually turned it around, kept pushing forward? Do you actually remember that specific time, and what did you learn from it? In 2010, I was working with a lot of startups. I was VP of marketing for one startup. We took revenue from zero to $50,000 within like three months, but um, eventually that fell apart because it was underfunded. Startup number two had like no money. And like during that process, when I was working at all these different startups, uh, I mean, it's really hard to pay the bills when you're working with um, this brand new company. I'm sure that you're familiar with mm -hmm. it when you first started yours and a lot of the audience members understand how hard and difficult it is to pay the bills when you're working with a startup or running a startup. It's just so hard to prioritize everything. Like for me, I hit a point when that first startup failed, the one, the lead generation firm that I was working with. When that failed, I was like, what else do I do? So I started looking for other projects. Then when the next project fell apart, I was just basically at the end of my rope where I'm like, oh, I can't do this anymore. I really don't know what I'm doing. This is really tough. I'm just going to toss in the towel and give up. So I sat at home for a few months, didn't go out, didn't do anything, just stayed in bed, hid under the covers, and was like, I don't want to see anyone in the world. I just want every, I just want time to just keep moving. And as time kept moving, my bills just piled up, and my bills just piled up, and my bills just piled up. Then one day, the electricity went out, and I was mm -hmm. like, oh, great. Now I had to carry this microwave out into the uh, hallway so I could... Warm up this burrito I got oh from 7-Eleven. <laughs> I have no clue how the water worked, but I was taking showers in the dark. I'm like, oh, this is interesting. Oh <laughs> <laughs> and I, I just sat there. I'm like, oh, um, I, I'm pretty sure 
I don't know how I was able to pay for the alcohol because, you know, when you're depressed and you're down and out, <laughs> you need that bottle next to you all the time. So that what was the easy. breakthrough? What was the moment? Um, the breakthrough wasn't then. I fell even further. Like, I was like, okay, the eviction notice came. I called my mom. I'm like, mom, I'm going to go live under a bridge now. So she calls my grandma. And my grandma comes and picks me up instead. And I go live with her for a few months. Then I move back to L.A. But the breakthrough moment behind all of that was me realizing that every single mistake I made, every single decision I made, led me to exactly where I was that exact day. Mm. It wasn't by chance. It was by fate. It was every single decision I made in life compounded and compounded and compounded. And that led to me falling into that place where I was nearly homeless. Mm. Mm. So I took a year to just reflect back on all those bad decisions I made. And what I really found when I was looking through that process was I wasn't really trying to help others succeed. I was looking after myself. I was like, okay, Leonard, you got to be a millionaire. you got to look out for yourself. You have to take any shortcut you can to get there as fast as possible. And I realized that was the wrong mentality to get me to where I needed to be. And the reason why I realized that is while I was doing the reflecting, Back when I was 16, my grandfather died from Alzheimer's. Mm -hmm. He had his leg amputated a little bit before, but um, a year before he died, like uh, he was basically my caretaker, the person who raised me. Like he, before he died and passed away, he used to always volunteer at school in the cafeteria. Whenever someone talked to them, he had like the biggest smile on his face, and everyone just loved him. And he had this philosophy of giving back to others and helping others succeed, and that's why he was such a loved person in the world. And here I was, the complete opposite, just ruining my life. So I realized that aha moment where I flipped everything around was when I realized that I needed to live like him. Wow, what a great story. Thanks for sharing. I mean, wow, what a turnaround. And uh, commend you for doing what you do. Hacker Nation, I mean, you might be going through your stuff right now. And I'll tell you from my own personal experience, listening to now what Leonard just shared, and every other successful entrepreneur that's been on Success Hackers has basically shared some semblance of a story similar to that, which they've reached their break point, their point where they hit their almost rock bottom. And everybody's rock bottom is different. You know, I don't want to paint the picture that your rock bottom has to be that you're going to live under a bridge or that, you know, your, <laughs> your electricity is turned off and you have to take a shower, you know, in the dark. But whatever your sort of moment is, that's your moment and you know it. And when you get to that moment, you have two choices to make. You can either go further and further and deeper and being self-destructive or you can do what Leonard did and so many of other success hacker guests on the show did, which is turn it around, realize that they were meant to do something greater and bigger. And once you take the onus off of you and start focusing on helping other people and giving and giving and giving and adding value and impacting, it truly is amazing how the universe works to start putting the right people, the right opportunities in front of you as long as you have the no quit attitude. Leonard, our Hacker Nation community listens to the show for actual success hacks and strategies to help them grow their business. I mean, you've already shared some incredible strategies, but I really want you to share two actionable success hacks that you can share with our Hacker Nation community so that they can either get published in a prominent magazine and be seen as an authority or maybe even stand out from their competition. Okay, the first thing you need to do if you want to be featured in the publication is you have to 
make your content look exactly like content in that publication. Like, for example, I write for Inc. right now. If you wanted to be published in Inc., what you would need to do is read the articles and see what kind of content already exists on there. Usually it's things like 10 ways to XYZ, 10 ways to improve your health, 10 ways to be better, 10 ways to be uh, XYZ. So all these different things are broken down into a specific category for that specific publication. If you wanted to do Huffington Post, you would do something completely different. Now, if you look at the average ink article, they range in between to, from like 600 to 800 words. Um, when you have the takeaways within the article, it's something in bold that may be a small, quick line or two that describes what it is. The second thing is you publish your content on a platform with um, a media syndication team. The site I personally use is Quora. Q-U-O-R-A, it's an online knowledge market where people ask questions and people post answers. They have a media relation team on that network that scouts out talent and looks for content to republish into places like Forbes, Wall Street Journal, Inc., mm. Fortune, etc. Another one for, uh, that does that as well is a publication called Medium. Medium also has a, public, a media syndication team that goes and picks up articles from there. Awesome tips. Thank you for sharing that, Leonard. These are some really great success hacks for our Hacker Nation community. I love, I love some of the approaches and what you've shared. And again, you know, Hacker Nation, if, uh, if you didn't catch all that, obviously you can go back and listen to it or you can check out the show notes on successhackers.net if you missed anything with Leonard just shared. So Leonard, we are now going to enter the randomness round. It's kind of like putting you on the success hackers version of the hot seat. Sure. Whatever is the first answer that comes to mind, just let it rip. So, Leonard Kim, are you ready for the randomness round? I'm ready. Best advice you've ever received? No one is completely useless in life. You could always serve as a bad example. What's a daily habit that you do sometime throughout the day that puts you in a great frame of mind? Every single morning, I think of five things I'm grateful for, and that sets me in the right mindset for the whole day. You now own a time machine. I want you to travel back in time to when you were 18 years old again. What advice would your current self, knowing about business and life, give your 18-year-old self? Stick to what your grandfather taught you and live in his footsteps. What's the one trait that you have that's contributed mostly to your success? Honesty and sincerity. What's one book that you've read that's made an impact on your business? Choose Yourself by James L. Toucher. If you can recommend one social media tool or service to Hacker Nation, what would that be? That would be using the Quora platform and using it to your best advantage. Leonard, you are now officially off the randomness round hot seat. This has been incredible. Thank you, Leonard, for sharing your time and also sharing these awesome success strategies with Hacker Nation. Where can our listeners either find out more about your business or specifically how they might be able to sign up for any of your online courses? My course is at influencetree.com. That's I-N-F-L-U-E-N-C-E-T-R-E-E.com. Uh, there it will have all the information you need about exactly what I do and how I can help you build your personal brand. Hacker Nation, make sure to head over to successhackers.net for this episode's show notes and recap from today's incredible interview with Leonard, along with some other really cool new resources we have on the site. When you're on the site, don't forget to subscribe to get all kinds of new episodes downloaded right to your smartphone. Remember, for all the listeners here on Success Hackers, Audible is giving away a free audiobook download with a 30-day free trial. All you have to do to get your 30-day free trial is go to audibletrial.com. 
dot com forward slash success hackers. Again, audibletrial.com forward slash success. Again, audibletrial.com forward slash success hackers. Over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Go ahead and grab your 30-day free membership by going to audibletrial.com forward slash success hackers. If you want to connect with me and the show on Twitter, I am always on Twitter. All you have to do is go to scotthanson1210 and we could connect on Twitter. Lastly, I love the Hacker Nation community. I love you guys so much that I want to actually give back to you. All you have to do is subscribe to the show on iTunes and then leave a review. All you have to do is subscribe to the show on iTunes and then leave a review and then email me a screenshot of your review. Pretty simple, right? So just leave a review on iTunes and then screenshot it and then email it to me so I know that you actually did leave a review. And then on the very next episode, I will promote you and your business. So all you have to do is screen grab your review on iTunes for success hackers on your review and then email me at scott at scotthproductions.com, scott at scotthproductions.com. This is Scott Hansen saying thanks again for listening to another episode of Success Hackers. Until the next show, go out and live with passion.